Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by Hillary. And I'm Topher. On today's Lady Bits, we get into our discussion of the film Striptease, the 1996 film starring Demi Moore, Ving Rhames, and Burt Reynolds. Um, we've got a little a little teaser, a little taste of our full-length discussion, which will be next week, coming out next Wednesday. Uh, today, we're going to get into custody battles, what makes this film quintessentially Florida, and boobs. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys brag you better keep your mouth shut well demi moore was very uh in the public with her nudity even during her pregnancies like she Mm -hmm. had this i don't remember was it a time magazine or it was a vanity fair Fair. so she had a very famous yeah Yeah. vanity Mm -hmm. fair cover of her pregnant and nude it was um, a, that was a beautiful shot though. Yeah, that was a beautiful that. picture. But yeah. n- pregnant women didn't do that. Like yeah. up until then, you mm-hmm. wore like a tent to yeah. cover the shame of your pregnant body. So yeah. it was very unusual. So Demi Moore was very open with her nudity, and even though, and see, I'm saying 40s because I was like, surely she must be in her 40s. But yeah, she was in her late 30s, and yet people were still like, she's too old to be doing this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare she take her clothes off? She's a wife and a mother, and like there was a, it was a big deal. And of course, like there was a lot of animosity because she had, you know, breast implants. Which every who in the 90s didn't have breast implants? Right. It was kind of the thing to do. It was like it was just the fun weekend activity. Absolutely, I, you know? I knew I, multiple people with breast implants. I did in too. High school. Yeah, I remember asking my mom, "Mom, why does why does it feel different when I hug her?" And she was like, <laughs> "She got new boobs, babe. No boobs." And I was like, "Okay, all right." And Demi was paid. $12.5 million mm-hmm. to do striptease, what? becoming the highest paid woman in Hollywood history for this movie. Oh, fuck it's yeah, true. girl, get it. So nice. there was a right. lot of a uh, lot of excitement and slash mythology slash animosity around this film, mm-hmm. even though yeah. I hadn't seen it, I was aware of it. Um, also, it was basically universally panned oh, as one yeah. of the most terrible movies of all time. In fact, it won I disagree Razzies. It won one. a bunch of Razzies. Won a bunch of Razzies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it won best, worst movie, the worst movie in the Razzies that year, yeah. which I think it was up against some other real stinkers that I wish I could remember right now. But um, The very first shot in this movie is a butt is a, on a boat. It, but Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get into this, I just have to say. This movie is quintessentially Florida. Like this is all it's the things so that we expect. Florida. Like as soon as it opened, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Florida!" And I was like, "Oh god, we're in for a treat here, aren't we?" <laughs> right? Oh man, gosh, Florida, I mean, you're a fucking mess. It has everything I would expect. Um, bad court cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Strip clubs. Strip yeah. clubs. And uh, strip clubs called the Flesh Farm and the Beaver Hut. Yeah. Uh, the, the eager, eager be- beaver. Eager beaver. Yeah. And uh, beaver huts better. 20- Jewish nursing homes. Jewish nursing homes. <laughs> yes. And twenty-four hour snake farms. Yeah. Which and that's I did love. Florida in a nutshell. Right. Am I right? And corrupt mm-hmm. Republican and congressmen. Cl- right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somehow inexplicably Democratic judges. Yeah. Who. Somehow don't side with the mother in, in okay. Well, cases. let's get let's get wow. right into it. So family court, like, and a lot of these, and a lot of that, I explained by going, well, Florida. Yeah, it's true. So Florida, we as we can all agree, is the most backward of all states. That's my second note, yeah, Florida. And I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. I, um, like, I mean, it's bad. We're we're gonna rib on you, Florida. So for all of our Florida sorry, listeners, Florida. we're sorry. 
yeah. that you live in Florida. But you're exactly. welcome to move to Atlanta. Exactly. We and will take prayers, you here. Yeah. We will take you here. Um, so, yeah, the movie opens uh, with this shot of a woman's butt, as you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cheapest dime store paperback font I've ever seen. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> it was amazing. It looked like the title sequence from a 1990 TV movie. Oh, yes. And, and there was a lot of that that, like... It's so funny where they spent money in this movie. And I feel like part yeah, of where yeah. the budget took a hit was paying Demi $12.5 million. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> or no maybe they were like, this movie is tawdry and we just want to let you know and what the font. we want it to look mm-hmm. cheap. We want you to know how cheap We want you yeah. to know this what you're getting be. into from right. the first moment. Right. And as Dolly Parton says, it takes a lot of money to look this cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Striptease. Striptease. Um, so yeah, the tagline. we're in Florida and uh, we start with this court case scene, which we alluded to, which is a custody battle between yeah. uh, the main character, Demi Moore, Aaron Grant, and uh, her husband, Daryl. Daryl. Oh God, he's even got a sleazebag name. He really does. Just, Played I, by... Shot with his name Robert, Robert Patrick, Patrick, right? The T1000 from Terminator shit. 2. I knew I recognized oh, it. Yes, stop it. Right. Oh and this God. is only four years after <gasps> Terminator 2. Oh, wow. I just knew him as like that's a guy who's plays sleeves bags in other movies. Yeah, but I forgot it was. Oh, wow. Right. I yeah. think this was the beginning shit. of his, like, by the way, I can also play like sleeves bags. This is my type in addition to yeah. Android. Oh, my God. Right. Because he's from Atlanta. Huh. No way. Yeah. Did not know that. Okay. Fun right. fact. Um, so I take issue with this court scene, which I think we brought it up, but like, look, I know it's Florida, but like one of literally one of the only advantages women have in this world is that they Family commonly, court. yeah, they commonly get custody of the children yeah. in court. So I struggled to accept this Here's plot the point thing. a lot. Yes. I did too. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking about it at work with uh, some people that I work with who are divorced and they've had custody battles. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I was like, God, but it opens with this fucking stupid premise that she's losing her kids because she doesn't have a job. Even though her husband's a drug addict criminal. And he was like, yeah, but that's real. If he has a job, they'll just give the kids to the Stop person with a job. Stop it. No, but it's he, 100% did he have a job? Literally, he said... have a he, job. He's an informant. Right. And for, but they're calling that a job. Yeah. And like, that's the thing. Right. But like, if you have a job, apparently you can just get custody of your kids because your spouse doesn't have a I job. I mean, he doesn't even that's have seats in his van. I know. Right. For and, God's sakes. Well, he does occasionally, but then he, you know... Removes and, them right. from all the wheelchairs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and... Aaron had a job as a secretary for the FBI. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, well, there is a pretty severe info dump. No other skills. <laughs> right. I mean, Literally. Apparently. Well, and but with she learned that how to body, dance real quick. Well, with that body, I'm like, girl, personal training. Yeah. You clearly. I, I mean, yeah, you have the body the of an Olympic athlete. No right. kidding. But, but I'm getting ahead of myself because at this point we haven't seen her naked. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no. That's still like six minutes away. She's still away. rather homely. Yeah. She, I think she's wearing a button-up blouse. Yeah, she's yeah. in her conservative yeah. court wear. Yeah, I... So she's in the courtroom battle. They've got a daughter. Uh, She's trying to get custody. He gets custody. The judge is clearly on his side. Um, I'm going to accept it, but it it was hard for me to 
buy into oh, the whole movie hinging on this one so thing. So hard and for he's me addicted to, to, to pills. And pills are going to be a weird running theme. This is the yes, introduction yeah. of generically saying the word pills. Well, later it's morph- more wolf morphine. Wolf morphine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we also just like saying <laughs> Florida, pills. guys. Florida. They all, speaking of which, they clearly didn't have any budget, much like Game of Thrones. They did not have the budget for the wolves. No. <laughs> No. no. I was mm-hmm. disappointed. I did mm-hmm. want to see. I wanted I want to, to see to... those cups. I know. Like, yeah. get some huskies, you know? Like, right. just like. Them up a well, bit. there was one a, a wide shot. shot. We won't even know yeah. the difference. There was exactly. one shot when the sister in law is walking through, and it is clearly yeah. not a wolf. It's not even a husky. It's just like a, a, <laughs> it's like a German shepherd. They were like, you have a German shepherd, right, Tracy? Yeah, just, just bring him in. Yeah, I'll bring yeah. him by. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So she loses her kid. And, uh, we get an enormous info dump in this scene. Like Demi Moore, yeah. I feel like in this whole movie, they're like, you know what? Demi's a class act. She's been at this a long time. Give her all, all of, of the, the exposition. exposition. <laughs> Just to shoot it out of her mouth in every scene. Yeah. Uh, she is trying so hard to make it sound normal as yeah. well. That's the thing. So hard. Um, <laughs> that, that's the thing? That's no, it? that is <laughs> that's like all, for the me one. the thing about this movie that I find baffling is everyone is in a comedy except for and Demi is in a very serious film about a woman forced to degrade herself for money in order to finance a child custody case and that yeah. is the story Demi is telling from beginning it's to true. end but it's without the, exception it is not in any way the story of the film though, no and which no is, one else so is ridiculous. in that movie you could yeah. say this movie has a tone problem yeah I think yeah. Yeah. Say. yeah but also like I have to wonder is that Demi's fault or is it the director um it because is. it seems like even the way the shots are composed, that they're... Andrew Bergman, who directed the movie, who yeah. also did Honeymoon in Vegas. Yep. He did Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. He did Soap he Dish, wrote, which I love. He wrote Blazing Saddle. He yeah. co-wrote Blazing Saddles. And, yeah. um, and he said in interviews later, would the movie have been made without Demi? No. Yeah. And um, does she have the greatest sense of humor in the world? No. no. Who would you guys have liked to have seen... In this role, if not Demi Moore. And we have to pick someone from the 90s, I think. Someone right? from 1996. So like, so like Cam- Terry Gar's too old. but Like Terry a Cameron Gar Diaz, maybe? No, she's too young. You think? Because um, in the 90s, in they, did, they did they did they did sweetest thing in the 90s. Yeah, that was like a 98. Like er, yeah, like early. Was it early aughts. 2000s? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it felt, it it was felt like very 94. 90s. Okay, you're right. Very, yeah. very true. You're right. She's too old or too young. God, who so, would have been good for that? Like, I mean, the the person that you need is a woman who can play likability, the absurdity of the situation, yeah. and play the dumb but not dumb of thinking you hold all the cards because you used to be a secretary for the FBI. Yeah, that's which m- I think extreme. is yeah. which I think in the script, not in the delivery, is meant as a little bit of a joke that like the smartest woman in the room, the smartest person in the room used to be a secretary for the FBI and that's why she's so clever. Well, it's also well, I mean, I think that's part of it, but I would also extend that to and I I think we're about to start talking about the strip club, but I would mm-hmm. extend it to say the most normal people in this movie. Oh, okay, first of all, are we going to call them strippers or exotic dancers? They call think, themselves strippers, so strippers pretty fine. woman rule, okay. we go with their terminology. Okay, cuz yeah. yeah, okay. So stripper is fine. 
Well, I'm well. Ving Rhames would disagree with you. Yeah, Ving he Rhames would, don't like it when you call them. No, strippers. they're dancers. They're exotic well, dancers, according to Ving according Rhames. to Shad. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. I I'm not sure what the preferred nomenclature is. It seems like either. the movie takes an opinion that I, dancer mm. is the right the word. The only stripper well, I've ever dancers. known in my life did describe herself as a dancer. Yeah, so me too. Right. Okay, let's go with so dancer. Right. Titty let's dancer. Go with we're going with titty, titty dancer. We're going with titty, titty, titty dancer. Yeah. Titty dancer. Awesome. Okay. Um, so I would argue that the most normal people in this movie are the dancers. I would agree. Oh, for sure. Minus that lady with the enormous chucks. <gasps> Yeah. Pandora Peaks. Oh my God, oh a my real God. a real dancer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. Playboy model okay. and like, yeah. yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk she about was spectacular. Let's <laughs> talk about the damn. Like, let's, how do you hold them up? Okay, yeah. I have a hard. She's time the first mine. person we see at the Eager Beaver. So let's yeah. talk about the Eager Beaver, right? <laughs> right? Which is the name of the strip club. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the logo, the the sign on the front is amazing. It's like a woman gnawing at a piece of wood, topless, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's that's it. <laughs> So the but the first That's person a, we I, see I don't know what you do at home but I mean <laughs> it's like, like gnaw on it is that what y'all are into I'm on a low carb yeah. diet I just grumble You get it where you wood. can I hear you know? wood has a lot of carbs though right No it's fiber fiber, it's fiber. got it fiber is fine it's net carbs you take carbs minus fiber So you just put a little cheese on that yeah. wrap it in bacon mm. Exactly um, delicious so, Oh well now I'm showing up No you have to be topless though That's it Absolutely It's the criteria It's the only way but the first person we see Dancing at the Eager Beaver is this woman. What's her name? With the Pandora giant Pandora Peaks. Good lord, the largest boobs. I mean, maybe not the largest I've ever seen, but but they're up. They're there. up there. They're, they're like there. they're impressive. Like I worried about her back. I worried I, about her slipping a disc. I was so concerned right? about yeah. that. That mm-hmm. was constantly in my thoughts. I mean, also, does she have to have her bras and shirts specially made? Like, does she Clearly, have yeah. someone on the payroll to make her tops? Like she's got it, her 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 flat, well, I mean, her flat chested just, sisters at I home mean, on a sewing yeah. machine, yeah. just like, just like <laughs> sewing <laughs> some tents together for her. Like, <laughs> and she's in a pre-internet world, you know, yeah. so she's having to get like specialty catalogs and yeah. like. I mean, like, there's no mall a, she can go to and exactly, buy a top. You know? Exactly, they would just stare. I was yeah. thinking, I was honestly picturing at the end of the day that there's a scene that we didn't get to see from the film where she goes home and just puts them. In a, <laughs> in a tub box. of ice at right. the end of the day just because they're just or she has the cl- holes cut out in her mattress so that she can lay <laughs> on her stomach yeah well that's going to wrap it up for today's Lady Bits our special guest this month Topher Payne has a lot of exciting work coming out in the city of Atlanta you don't want to miss it you can see his play Morningside it's playing at the Georgia Ensemble Theater and uh, if you're a fan of this podcast and you like film if you like films and plays that have strong female characters you're not going to want to miss this one it's nine women at a baby shower and uh Topher describes it as Glenn Gary Glenn Ross at a baby shower so if that doesn't entice you to go see it I don't know what will so don't miss Morningside at the Georgia Ensemble Theater through November 12th you can also see a brand new film written by Topher called A Gift to Remember that's going to be playing on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel it premieres December 2nd and will be playing throughout the holiday season so don't miss that and you can see Topher himself um, he's going to be starring in one of the most beloved theatrical holiday traditions in Atlanta the Santaland Diaries that's going to be at the Horizon Theater starting November 19th and it 
that will be running through December 31st. So don't miss that. Uh, You can find more information on the web, tickets and whatnot. And if you're not in the Atlanta area and you'd still like to see some of uh, Topher's work, check your local listings for productions of Perfect Arrangement, which will be going on in a number of U.S. cities, uh, including Chicago, Illinois, Raleigh, North Carolina, Memphis, Tennessee, Atlanta, Georgia, Lawrence, Kansas, Columbus, Georgia, St. Louis, Missouri, and Dallas, Texas. So don't miss Perfect Arrangement. Look for it in your town, uh, especially if uh, one of those cities listed here is one of yours. Um, It's a fantastic play. Uh, You don't want to miss it. Perfect Arrangement. And to keep up with all the uh, other wonderful things that Topher's up to, you can find him on Twitter at Topher Payne. You can find him on Facebook as at Hey Topher or on Instagram as at Topher Writes. Uh, we wanted to thank everybody who came out to the Critical Crop Top show, Afterlife, our most recent show that uh, we just uh, had our last performance on October 27th. Um, it was a really special show. Uh, very, uh, We had a really great time. Uh, performing it. Uh, We wanted to thank everyone who came out to um, both of our shows, both our shows at the Avondale Town Cinema and the Highland Inn Ballroom. We had a real blast with you guys. Uh, We also wanted to thank the Alonzo A. Crim Center for Urban Educational Excellence. Uh, We partnered with them for our final show on the 27th, and we raised $117 for the Georgia Asylum and Immigration Network. If you're not able to make it out to the show, but you would like to donate to GAIN, please visit them on the web. Uh, You can donate easily using PayPal um, on their website. So go check them out. They're doing really important work for immigrants and refugees in the state of Georgia. And of course, uh, this was our last live show of the year. So you can still find um, all of our videos on the Critical Crop Top Vimeo channel. So that's Critical Crop Top on Vimeo. You can just search us by Critical Crop Top. Of course, uh, we will be continuing the podcast for the rest of the year and uh, information about our 2018 programming coming soon. In the meantime, if you like this podcast or any of the other Critical Crop Top content, uh, you can always, uh, it's always a big help if you can visit our website, criticalcroptop.com. Uh, backslash donate and uh, make a a tax-deductible contribution to our 2018 programming. So uh, thank you, everybody who came out to the show. Thank you, everyone who's listening to this podcast. Um, If you've got anything that you want to say about the film Striptease, um, perhaps you want to praise Burt Reynolds' acting. Um, Perhaps you want to... um, uh, praise the wardrobe that Demi Moore wore in the film or perhaps uh, her comedic uh, timing. Uh, you can tweet at us at Critical Crop Top. You can find us on Instagram as at Critical Crop Top. Uh, you can find Critical Crop Top on Facebook at Critical Crop Top. And of course, we have a Facebook page for the podcast that's at Feminine Mistake Pod. Please come back next week and join us for our full length discussion of the film Striptease. We're going to talk about every glorious detail in our full length episode coming out next Wednesday. And uh, if you have a nightmarish casting breakdown that you would like us to read during our nervous breakdown segment, you can send that or any other correspondence to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm April. And I'm Steph. And we're from the Thirst Podcast. Do you like pop culture news, reviews, and discussion? Have you ever ventured into the world of celebrity fan accounts on Instagram? Do you also admit to a reading erotic fan fiction as a teenager or even as an adult? Can you list at least five of Harry Styles' questionable tattoos? Then, then we're, we're the, the podcast, podcast for you! you.
Every few weeks we get together and talk about what we're enjoying or what we're looking forward to in the world of TV, film, music and more. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher by searching for The Thirst Podcast and you can also find us over on Twitter at The Thirst or on Instagram at The Thirst Pod. Listen to an episode and let us know what you think. Bye! Bye.